This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here's our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Well, that's just what we want to do is turn our eyes upon Jesus. And let's, uh, let's ask him to help us do that. Father, we come to you now, and you who created the eye, Lord, and the mind, we pray, Lord, that of all the distractions that uh, harass us, Lord, of uh, thoughts, as we, as one hymn puts it, wild alarms, Lord, that you would just say peace, and they'd all calm down, and we'd see Jesus. We pray in his precious name. Amen. So if you turn now, we, we've saying, dare to be a Daniel, let's dare to study Daniel. So if you turn, please, to Daniel chapter 12, last chapter in Daniel. Uh, this chapter has 13 verses, Daniel chapter 12, and, uh, and it's a great chapter. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. And at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of death shall awake, these to everlasting life, these to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the wise, they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But thou, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood other two, the one on this, this side of the bank of the river and the other on the other side of the bank of the river, and one said it to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters, of the river, how long shall it be till the end of these wonders? And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he had held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, that it shall be for a time, and times, 
and a half, in which shall they have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. And I heard and I understood not. Then said I, O oh my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed to the time of the end. Many shall be purified, made white, and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. And from the time that the daily sacrifice was taken away and the abomination that make it desolate set up, there shall be a thousand, 290 days. Blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the thousand, 305, and 30 days, but go thou thy way till be the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. Okay, now, I don't know if you've been counting, but I have. After 25 messages, we've come to the last chapter in the book of Daniel. I didn't give all the messages here, so don't, don't think of But we've seen here in Daniel how he's had some very great secrets revealed to him. Daniel has been a person that has been the center of God's revelation, especially about Israel. There's been so much judgment against the Jewish people in this book, and it has appeared many times as though the Jewish people would be completely destroyed, but especially in this last catastrophe, which referenced in this chapter in verse 1, called the time of trouble, which is also called in another place in the Bible, the time of Jacob's trouble in Jeremiah 30, verse 7. Jeremiah 30, verse 7, alas, for that day is great. There's none like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. And that's the last chapter. That, that's what this last chapter is all about here. It's the time when Jacob's trouble and that he's going to be saved out of it. The Jewish people are going to be saved out of of this last Jacob's trouble because, because we're told in verse one that there's going to be a person who's gonna stand up for them at that time, in verse one, verse one, at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince was standing for the children of thy people, and at that time thy people shall be delivered. Michael is going to stand up for the Jewish people. Not many are standing up for the Jewish people today. This is a day of BDS, boycott, diverse, and sanction against the Jewish people, even our own Congress. There are people in the United States Congress who are, who are, who are standing against the Jewish people. But we, when we read that Michael stands up for the Jewish people, it reminds us of how Christ stood up for us. He stood up for us. He stood up for us when he was made sin for us on the cross, and we would not have to stand for ourselves in judgment. He stood up for us in 2 Corinthians 5.21, 2 Corinthians 5.21 that says, for he hath made him to be sin for us, which knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Christ did that for us. He stood up for us, like it says in verse one here. He stood up for us because we could have no, we could have no standing with God. We had no righteousness. We had no righteousness but he stood up for us so that we could have the righteousness of Christ as our covering before God. Not all the children of Israel will be delivered or saved. Not all of them will be delivered or saved because there's a qualifier in verse one, in verse one, and that qualifier is thy people, in verse one, thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. But wait, you can say, 
you might say, wait a second, I thought every Jewish person is going to be saved because they're born into the God's chosen people. Not so, says the Bible. Only the Jewish person who are a part of Israel, says the Bible, Romans 9, 6, Romans 9, 6. For they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children. Now, what in the world does that mean, that they are not all Israel, which are of Israel? Well, the only conclusion that we can come to from that verse is that there are two Israels. There's two Israel. There's a smaller Israel inside a bigger Israel. There's a smaller one inside of a bigger one. And this small group of Jewish people called the Israel, they call the Israel, in the first part of Romans 9, 6, they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. This smaller group called Israel is inside the larger group of Jewish people also called Israel. And it's this smaller group of the, the Jewish people that are the, 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 that are inside the larger group of the Jewish people that verse in, in Romans 9, 6 is talking about. They are not all Israel which are of Israel. It's a small group of the Jewish people which is called the very small remnant. It's very small. It's referred to in Isaiah 1, 9. Isaiah 1, 9. Jewish people speak and they say in Isaiah 1, 9, except the Lord of hosts had left unto us a very small remnant. We should have been as Sodom and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. It's this remnant that is referred to in Daniel 12, 1. 12, 2, excuse me, 12, 2, verse 2. It's this very small remnant that's referred into in verse 2. A found, they are found written in the book. What book? What book is this? It's the same book that God told Moses about in, in Exodus 32, 33. At the time when God wanted to destroy all but Moses of the Jewish people and start all over again, and God referred to a book in, in Exodus 32, 33 when he said, and the Lord said unto Moses, whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book, of my book. It's a book, there's a book, there's a book in heaven. There's a book in heaven to rejoice over. Jesus said, if your name's written in that book, you should be very, very happy. You should rejoice, Jesus said in Luke 10, 20. Luke 10, 20, rejoice because your names are written in heaven. They're written in heaven. There's a book in heaven. It's the same book that has a title on the front of it, on the, on the front page. We've just been talking about the new Bibles that are going on the pew, and the little, there's a title in this book. In Revelation 2015, Revelation 2015, it says, Whosoever was not found written in the book of life, the book of life, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into a lake of fire. Revelation 13.8, Revelation 13.8 has an even more of the title of that book. The book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. I mean, think of it. There's a book in heaven with a, with a title on it that reads the book of life of the lamb slain. That's the, that's, 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 that's the book. And when that book is open, there are, it's a list of names. There are names written in that book. 
individual names, not groups, not everybody in Mission Valley Community Chapel. No, no, no. There's Bob and Joe and so forth. Every, there are individual names in there. And if a person's name, not the church they went to, not any kind of group life, but if a person's name is not written in that book of life of the lamb slain, then that person is cast into a lake of fire for an eternity of pain and suffering. It's a very important book. It's a very critical book. That's why the most important thing that a person can accomplish in life is to make sure his name is written in that book and not just take it for granted. There is that word found in verse, in verse, verse one. Found, found. Thy people shall be delivered. Everyone shall be found written in the book, written in the book. See that word found, it paints a picture. That word found paints a complete picture there of, of a search that's being made, of a, a looking for a person's name. It's either found or it's not found in that book. And everyone who has their name found in that book is not going to be cast into hell, it's going to heaven. Some people's names are in that book and some people's names are not be in that book and that's what this word found is all about in verse one. Thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. See the word found, that sets up a whole scene of we can just imagine, sets up a, a, a many scenes, a scene of uh, imagine hell beneath a person and a person is at heaven's door and he's asking to be let in and say, wait a minute, a check has to be made to see if your name is written in this important book of life of the lamb slain. And the desperate cries, sorry, your name's on it. Wait a minute, there must be some mistake. Check again, my name has to be written in there. And the final word is coming from verse one, from verse one. People shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. Revelation 2015, Revelation 2015 says, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire, was cast into the lake of fire. So there's a great distinction, which is set up in this last chapter of Daniel, a great distinction in verse one between the people who are, verse one, everyone that shall be found written in the book, and the other people who are not found written in the book. And it sets up this theme. This is the theme for the final chapter of Daniel. This is the theme of this last chapter. It's this great distinction between the saved and the lost, between those who are found written in the book and those who are not found written in the book, between those who will ha are heaven bound and those who are hell bound, and God sets up this question. He's setting up a question here to every person in the life. Every person in life, there's a question that's being set up in verse one, and the question is, are you saved or are you lost? The question is, will the door of heaven open for you when you come, or will the door of heaven be closed? Because it all comes down to, will your name be found in the book of life because Jesus Christ is your savior, or, 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 or is your name 
not found in that book. And that a fact that a person can be found means that there can be new entries. There can be new entries in the book. It's not, it's not all, all just settled. No, it could be new entries into the Lamb's Book of Life, which, which makes the hymn so meaningful, so important, when, when the, the, the hymn that says, I was once a sinner, but I came pardon to receive from my Lord. This was freely given, and I found that he always kept his word. There's a new name written up in heaven in glory, and it's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. And the white-robed angels sing the story, a sinner has come home. For there's a new name written down in glory. It's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. With my sins forgiven, I'm bound for heaven nevermore to roam. See, when a person's name gets written in the Lamb's book of life, then his name is removed from another book, and that other book in heaven is the book of unforgiven sins, as another hymn puts it so well. Another hymn puts, well, a Johnny Cash hymn. Well, there was a time on earth when in the books of heaven, that an old account was standing for sins yet unforgiven. My name was at the top, and there were many things below. But I went unto the keeper, and I settled it long ago. Long ago, yes, long ago. I said the old account was settled long ago, and my record's cleared today. He washed my sins away. The old account was settled long ago. See, this is the whole theme of this last chapter of Daniel, Daniel chapter 12. It's these two groups of people, those whose names are found written in the book of life and those whose names are missing, they're not there. Those whose names are still in the book, the other book of unforgiven sins, and those whose names have been blotted out of that book, taken out of that book, those those sins, all blotted out. And it's this thought This thought here in verse one, in verse one, that launches us into the second verse, the second verse, which is, and many of them that sleep in the dust of death shall awake. These, some to everlasting life and and some to shame and everlasting. Now, I I know that in your Bible, it it says some. In my Bible, it says some. And unless you have the New American Standard, your Bible says some, but it's it, 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 but the new but but really, but really it, it, so it reads your Bible. My Bible reads: Many of them that sleep in the dust of death shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. The Hebrew words for some it's the same word. The Hebrew word for some is ele, ele. It's the same word that's used in Genesis nine nineteen. Genesis 9.19, these are, Eli, these are the three sons of Noah, and, and of them the whole earth was overspread. Same word used in Genesis 11.27, Genesis 11.27. These, Eli, are the generations of Terah. Terah begat Abram and, and Nahor and Haran and so forth. Eli means these. Eli does not mean some. It makes it sound, when it says some, it makes it sound like a 
Like, like not everyone is going to wake up. Just some are going to wake up. So that's not what this is. L.A. should have been translated these. And I would have told them if they would have asked me, but what can I do? So to replace the sum for Ellie in verse 2 with these, it preserves what this verse is saying here. So if you want to write something in your Bible, in the side of your Bible, then you can write these instead of sum and replace all those two these sums with these because that keeps what it's really saying there. There are many who are asleep in their graves and that these who are found written in the book of life are going to wake up to everlasting life. Then there's another group of these, Ellie, and these are the other group that are going to wake up to shame and everlasting contempt. And God wants to encourage us. He wants to encourage everyone who's reading these verses. He wants to encourage everyone to come to Christ. He wants to encourage them to come to Christ. So in verse 1, so he uses the word many, many, many. Today, Israel looks at the believing uh, Jewish remnant, and it says, they're nothing, bubkas, they're small, they're nothing. And that's what they say, and uh, and, and like we said, in Isaiah 1.9, Isaiah 1.9, except the Lord of hosts had left unto us a very small remnant, we should have been in Sodom and Gomorrah, we should have been uh, like in Gomorrah. See, Israel calls the believing Jews nothing, a very small remnant, barely visible, Barely visible. It reminds me of when I was 19 in 1970, and I was just saved at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Pacific Beach by Pastor Ray Hunt. And when I sat in that church, I remember it was the first Sundays I was in, I sat in that church and I looked around and I said, Man, do I feel like a fish out of water here? I'm surrounded by Gentiles, Gentiles, Gentiles. I said, I said, I'm so out of place. I think I'm the only Jew that's ever come to Christ. I really thought that. And because it, it, it was different back then, you know, Jews were not so much coming to Christ, you know. And then, and, and then I remembered how surprising it was for me to meet another man who was Jewish. And I looked at him and said, you sure you're Jewish? You know? Anyway, and, and he had come to Christ and he wanted to encourage me. And so he took me out to lunch that day because he, he could see I was a little shaken up by the disorientation of it all. And so, you know, how I felt I was the only Jew that was saved there. And he says, and he said to me, he said to me, he was older. He said to me, we are a rare bird, my boy, a rare bird. That's what he called us. We're a rare bird. Anyway, that didn't encourage me at all. But anyway, never mind. So, so this is what Israel calls the, the believing Jews in Isaiah 1.9, a very small remnant. And this is what Elijah, Elijah had this feeling too. Elijah where in, in Elijah's was said about, said to God, no, I'm the only one in 1 Kings 19.10. 1 Kings 19.10, he said, I've been very jealous for the, this is Elijah speaking, 1 Kings 19.10. He said, I've been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altar, slain thy prophets with the sword, and I, even I, only am left and they seek my life to take it away. And God said to, to Elijah, Elijah, your eyesight's no good. And not only that, your math is no good. Because then in 1 Kings 19, 18, 1 Kings 19, 18, God said, yet have I left me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed to Baal and every mouth which hath not kissed him. 
Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor, here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org to sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestoration.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. That's P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. That's Tom Cantor at friendshipwithgod.org. For more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries.